just a heads up that the following podcast does contain all the spoilers. Hey kid, do you want to watch a live action version of a really cool anime, but this one is balls? Welcome to the Corrupted Youth Podcast. My name is Dan. I'm Brennan. And we discussed the latest blockbusters, classic genre films, and the schlockiest of VHS rental store flicks in spoiler-heavy fashion. Oh, you did remember that, actually. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Need a little refresher. Um, I got the first word. Yeah, well, after after the movie we watched. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that, that was a movie. I mean, you already know from the title of this episode what we watched, but we watched the live-action Attack on Titan movie. Brennan, would you like to explain why we watched this movie? Okay, okay, so, well, first I'm going to talk about, like, my history with Attack on Titan, because that leads into why we watched it. Okay, I on. We're going to take a moment here, okay? I gotta drink a beer for this. Carry on. The year is late 2014, early 2015. Actually, it's mid-2014. I just moved. To new town and i met these cool kids and they're like hey watch anime and i'm like what the heck is anime this looks stupid why would anybody want to watch this but then they're like watch attack on titan so i did i watched it illegally uh sumi and um i loved it i fell in love with it i thought it was fantastic i loved the lore the animation was amazing and that was the only anime that i watched at that time and then the first season was done and then the second season took them like five years to make it, it was it wasn't actually five years but it was a long time and then recently they put the second and third season on Hulu. That's how long it took them. The third season had already come out Put it before they actually put the second season on anything. So I binged the second season, binged the third season, but the third season was cut in half. So then I watched the second half of the third season. And then I was like, oh, that's right. They made those live action movies. And then I looked up like a review of one of them, just like an online review. And I just went, Ugh. It, there was no spoilers in it. And you've, you've read some of the manga too, right? Yeah, a few. I mainly got it for the artwork. The artwork is really interesting. I find manga artwork to be unique. And I'm not like, I wouldn't want to like imitate it at all, but I find it cool. Do you know how well the the manga and the actual anime match up as far as story goes? Very good. Like basically yeah. one-to-one. They do it chapter by chapter and there is very good like continuity between the two. Like they're very well synced up. And I watched most of the first season with you. Yeah, you stopped it like four, four episodes before the end. <laughs> yeah. I liked it, though. I did enjoy it. I didn't think it was bad. Yeah. I actually did like it, and I liked the lore of it and everything Mm -hmm. like that, too. And I also knew about this movie coming out. I was going to take you, because they did show it in Madison. Thank God he didn't. And on a second note, I was looking it up today, and the theaters that showed it, Wisconsin was one of the states where they had a problem, and one phrase was frozen on the screen. (laughs) For the subtitles, <laughs> yeah, it happened in like a few states, and they were like, "Wow, it was only like two percent. It really wasn't that big of a deal." But man, people, I guess, were really mad. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, that's not all that they were mad about. <laughs> so, um... What makes you say that? You watched this movie. <laughs> well, we don't have a trailer for this because there's not one in English, and generally, people don't like listening to uh, just. A foreign language that they don't understand and a bunch of crazy noises. So instead, I'm going to play you a brief clip from the song at the end of the movie. Great, now it's stuck in your head as it's stuck in ours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man that is that is absolutely terrible yeah it's not good i try not to disparage a whole lot of things especially if it comes from a different culture but man, that is bad 
I bet people like it. It has a 5.1 on IMDb. What? The movie or yeah, the, the movie? Or, oh, I was gonna say the movie or the song at the end. Honestly, the instrumental for the song isn't the worst thing. The vocals are just really annoying and repetitive. Oh, they're the lyrics are just terrible too. Yeah, the lyrics are awful, especially after that movie, especially after the ending of this movie, and then you're just treated to that. It's like <laughs> the the super super cheesy. <laughs> I'm gonna read the IMDb. I'm gonna drink. In a world where giant humanoid titans prey on humans. Aaron joins the Scouting Legion to get revenge on the monsters who killed everyone in his town. Okay. Wow, that description had more character than Aaron in this movie. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm not going to go over the actors because no one's going to be like, oh, hey, it's that guy from, you know, that. Uh, but an interesting note here, why I got like really hyped for this movie is because I, I like Attack on Titan and I'm a big Godzilla fan and Toho Production Studio for the Godzilla movies. This was their first movie that they worked on since 2004's Godzilla Final Wars. So that was another really cool thing too. It's like, Toho's back. They're back at it, guys. They're here. And so that was another reason. An interesting thing to note here is also the director, who's Shinji Higuchi. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but I don't really care. Like, I don't know, email us, I guess. Shinji Higuchi. <laughs> Shinji Iguchi is a fairly well-known special effects person from kaiju films. Like He worked on the first two Gamera movies, which have outstanding models. The model work and miniatures and stuff in those movies are fantastic. Like, better than Godzilla movies. Yeah, there were some in this movie that were really good, too, when they were on there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he also um, went on to co-direct Shin Godzilla. Which I thought was really surprising because this movie stinks and Shin Godzilla is very good. And uh, yeah, listen to our review on Shin Godzilla. Yeah. And also the, one of the writers worked on the manga, which I always also thought was weird. Well, he got he gets a writing credit, but I don't know if he like he I'm sure he had say. Yeah, sometimes they'll give a writing credit to the source material if they use a lot from it. They didn't use a lot from this, though. Well, yeah, but that's my I'm just saying throughout the course of this, we will be bringing up comparisons between the anime series yeah and 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 the and the live action movie i'm gonna spoil some of the first season but i'm not gonna because the the show and the manga by extension gets crazy and there's a lot of plot twists and there's a lot of twists and turns and there's really cool moments i'm not gonna spoil any of those i'm just gonna go into like basic stuff about characters but still it's technically spoilers for the first one well yeah i mean if you're gonna listen to us discuss this movie you're gonna get spoilers for the show yeah not a lot man it just kind of covers a lot of what happens in what the first three episodes barely like it, <laughs> it i think it tried to but it didn't really do it that well because okay so we start off and we first see armin armin in the show is portrayed he's he's a nerd he's constantly getting bullied but he's super smart like, he's super intellectual and just has a great mind and can, like, problem solve and figure out tactics and go through the thought processes of a lot of different people. Like, he's super smart. In this, he um has a weird electric horn. He made thing. a horn. He made a horn for a kid. <laughs> and that's all he does the entire movie. Armin does nothing this entire movie. He walks around and he goes, ah! Yeah, he's basically a background character. Basically. Who has a name, and he made a horn. Mm -hmm. He's only there, at least in this movie, I don't know how it is in the sequel, but he's only he, in, in this movie, he's only there so that people go, oh, there's Armin, and not, where's Armin, you know? Yeah. Oh, let's just address what some folks are going to have a problem with, mm -hmm. and they're going to come out, and they're going to be like, oh, they Asian-washed this movie. They turned all those whack characters into Asians. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, well, guess what? I didn't care. I didn't care. <laughs> because it was made in Japan. I only thought it was weird just how there was, like, Asian guy named Aaron Jaeger. <laughs> ah, it doesn't really matter. I'm going to compare this also to a live-action remake, which I thought did a lot better job to its source material, and that's Death Note, the American Death Note movie. I watched the Death Note anime. That's another good one I recommend. It's a lot of, like, um, it's a thriller it's not really like anime. It's just a thriller. Oh, so we're so we're doing advertisements for other programs now. Yeah, <laughs> that movie, that movie, um, they took 
light Yagami from the anime and manga and turn him into light Turner because it's a white dude, which I was kind of like peeved about at first. I'm like, oh, wait, why would this, you know, like it, it didn't really make much sense. And I thought they, they could have done that at least. They could have. But then again, Aaron Yeager's pretty popular. It was also interesting because it's kind of important to Mikasa's character, who's the second of the main three that we're introduced to. And she's way different in this. In the anime, she's like really cold hearted and just not really good in the first season. And in this, she's just like kind of like joyful almost. I don't know. She isn't really that good of an actress. She didn't really convey anything. She just kind of went places. Then they go off and they meet Aaron Yeager, who is completely different in this movie than he is in anything else. He's standing on top of a bomb, which we'll get into the different time thing. It's an, it's more of an aesthetic. Yeah. I'd say. Um He's like standing on top of a bomb and like messing around, but they kind of play him off as like a doofus in this. He's just kind of a dongle. Not, not like you dongle. You're cool. This is the bad type of dongle. A dingus. He's just dumb. He's just like, yeah, I just want to get out of these walls. He's just like that angsty team. He even looks at the bomb at one point and goes, I'm just like this bomb. And it's like, <laughs> ugh. Yeah. Oh. Man, there's some really cringy I wonder moments what that in this. Hmm. That's weird. I wonder what that means. What's the symbolism in that? And then they go up to the wall and then just just so happens that the colossal titan appears and kicks the wall. And he does. And then titans get in inside the walls. Well, first, I think for anybody who doesn't know, let's explain the walls. So there's these titans. They're big, not naked, just flesh. Well, yeah, the titans, they're they're they range in different sizes, but they're definitely all larger than a normal human. Yeah up to very large size. They are humanoid in nature. They don't have any genitals or anything like that, but they are totally naked. Yeah, and they eat people, and they're pretty mindless. Yeah. They're kind of almost like a kaiju zombie. I'd say more of a zombie, yeah. Yeah, they're very much like zombies. They're only driven by one thing, and that is to eat. Nobody knows how they reproduce. Mm-hmm. And no one even knows. They don't even have to eat humans. Nobody even really knows where they come from. Yeah. They're just there. Yeah. And that's kind of what I liked about it, is that it just set up that lore. Like, hey, here's a scenario. We're running with Anybody it. Anybody who's really watching this movie has already seen the anime, or at least knows the plot anyway. Yeah, I don't, probably. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think there were that many people that were walking in completely absent-minded to Attack on Titan. Especially... A popular got i mean western audiences maybe but even then who wanted to go see this movie but in japan everybody knew because it was a big craze over there yeah but at some point in humanity's time mm-hmm. these titans rose up they attacked the humans ate them like crazy so there's just this one area where they've built these walls and they're like concentric circles aren't they for the most part that go from Not the in center this. out they're, they're pretty like jagged i mean they're still like inside of each other in the show they're they're pretty circular and in in the show um it's different in the manga of course because in that it's it's three circles but then out on the rim of all three circles there's these weird like pockets that come out and it's like four pockets so it's like four like little extra loops on all the walls too and in the show and manga that's what the colossal titan kicks first and all those little loops that's where aaron lives it's like where the poorest people are Yeah, this is definitely goes by they've developed the system of society that definitely favors the more upper class people because in your center, that's where you have all your upper crusties and your politicians, I'm going to assume. And then from there on out, the further you go out, the more poor people get because Mm -hmm. you don't you want those people to just be your barrier first. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And they also introduce... The other character, I think his name is like General Soda, who I liked. I think he's the only character, one of two characters I actually like in this movie. He's like this old drunk guard who's just kind of like, ah, these darn kids, you know, trying to explore the walls or whatever. Get out of here. And, oh, he's he's definitely my favorite. Yeah. In, in the movie, even though he's not in it much, but on the show. Yeah. I like him a lot. In the show, his name is Hans. Yeah, in the show, in the show, he's he's really good, and they they develop his character a lot in the second season. The second season is great. That's why I want you to watch it because I know you like that character. And the second season, they do him good justice. But I didn't like it because this movie is only an hour and thirty minutes. So they just crammed 
Hans's character into Soda, basically. And there's one point, it's like, oh, I brought your mom to the same spot of the wall when I was younger. Your your dad took her and I, I didn't get her. It's like, wow, that's his character. <laughs> yeah, way to be like, hey, you know, your, you know your dead mom? I had the hats for her. As far as the, um, the aesthetics go for this... In the in the anime, everything is like medieval. They don't have that much technology. They have cannons, and they have in like the inner circles, they have like rifles and stuff. But it's not anything like super highly developed. They still have like horses and wagons. They don't have any cars. Super medieval. In this, definitely like a post-apocalyptic real world happened. Modern humanity was around. Then the Titans appeared. So there's like guns, which they still use cannons, which I thought was weird. I think that they would have upgraded. And there was even like a helicopter. And that's how Armin was able to make like a little horn thingies with like circuits and stuff. Yeah, the te- there's remnants of technology, but they don't have an actual helicopter that they're operating or no. anything. They do have vehicles, though. They do have cars. Yeah, they have wheeled vehicles. And they, they explain, or there's like this line, like one of the generals says that, that like they're outlawed because they cause too much like pollution and they it was like some environmental message yeah you normally i don't i don't mind that kind of stuff but i mean i guess i guess if you're looking at it from a hindsight perspective on the way the world was compared to how it is now type of thing you know you can kind of pull it off but it did feel a little shoehorned in this and yeah. i normally don't say that it but. was just it was just like just don't have technology then what's the point sure they use the cars or the, the armored vehicles to like transport troops but that's what horses are for have horses well let's get back to the story here okay. so we can wrap that up yeah so because there's not a lot to um it. titans titans come through eat people it's a lot of running ah i gotta get out of here and then aaron gets into like this church to hide and mikasa's stuck outside with like a baby and then it's like this cut and then aaron looks out and mikasa and the baby's gone there's like some blood there he gets out of the church all the people in the church get eaten super gory the gore's the best part of this movie i feel yeah there's some good gore in this movie yeah even the even the cg gore i didn't mind so much because there's a lot of it because how else are you gonna do it well we'll get into the effects <laughs> yeah we definitely will but yeah so then um so mika says presumed dead so then it cuts to like two years later i believe it was yes two years and they're in the they're in the scout regiment now training to become soldiers and they're graduating and it's like this scene where everyone's like saying goodbye like their family and stuff because they're about to go on on a mission i thought this is interesting too because in the show they're pretty young they're like 16 and this they're adults and they have kids and they have like husbands and wives and stuff like that so i thought that was an interesting divide from the show yeah i didn't i didn't mind that i didn't i, I noticed it right away mm-hmm. but i was just kind of like whatever i didn't like it when it came to the first scene of the titans attack because in the show it's like you're following these kids and they're super young. They're like 12. And they're just trying to survive. And that raised the stakes. You, know, you don't want a kid to die, obviously. But here Speak they're... for yourself. They're older now. And it just didn't really make the stakes as high. Also, in the movie, Aaron's mom and dad are dead. Which doesn't make any sense because they're very, very important characters to the, the show and manga. So it was kind of weird that they killed them off. And and that also kind of didn't raise the stakes because in the show, they're just trying or Aaron and Mikasa are just trying to get to his parents and then uh, the mom's the rubble. And it's really sad. And that builds that helps build up why Aaron wants to kill the Titans is because, you know, watch his mom get eaten right in front of him. Watch all these people get killed here. It's just the stakes really aren't as high because it's like, oh, yeah, he sees people get eaten. I'm sure it's very traumatic but yeah. there was just that added level that i thought was missing so then they they join the scout regiment and then we get introduced to all the characters of their class which are not handled at all except for potato girl potato girl was good good sasha um but she, it's just a girl who really likes to eat potatoes yeah in the first season <laughs> in the first season she's a, a background character in this movie they they elevate her she has more to do which i she was the only other character that i liked but nobody really does anything in this movie. No. That's kind of my issue with it. Um, we could talk about it now or later, but yeah, people don't really do a lot in this. I'll just ramble through. There's not really much of the movie left after this, is there? No, not really. So they, so we get introduced to everybody else, um, and then it's like, oh, well, 
the hole that we kicked, the, the hole that the Colossal Titan kicked in the wall, we're going to put explosives on top of it. And so it explodes and then all crumbles down to fill in the hole. And it was like, okay. And then they get in the armored vehicles and then they, they go up. And then um, Titans end up getting woken up in the, in the night in the city. And they fight. Um, Aaron gets eaten because that's what happens. This is where the spoilers kind of come in. Aaron gets eaten and it turns out he can turn into a Titan himself. Turns into a Titan, punches some Titans, and then the movie ends. All 138 minutes of it. <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. There's not a whole lot no. to this. And for as short it is, as it is, I thought it was longer. I thought it was a slog. I, there was, well, okay. Let's talk about the effects because the effects have a lot to do. And, they do. And the, the visuals have a lot to do with how the movie feels. And this movie felt boring. Visually, I thought it was boring. Okay, so the Titans themselves are weird because they're real people, but they have like CGI changes to them, which throws them right into the Uncanny Valley, which I think they were kind of going for. Yeah. It's definitely what they were which, going for. Which they are on the show, too. They're very much in the Uncanny Valley, thought, even for an anime. I thought they were better in the show, just because they were they were very, they were a lot more emotionless. They, they would, some of them would smile, some of them would just have blank faces, but they, wouldn't, they weren't, like, hopping around and, like, grabbing at humans. I mean, they were grabbing at humans. They weren't as, like, animated, so it made them more, like, these imposing, creepy, they feel more like giants, in a way, because giants have mental capacity and they they can act and stuff like that titans in the show and manga they were just very like and weird and misproportioned like they'd have like really short arms or like really like long arms in this they're just very human proportioned which also kind of threw it off a little bit another thing too they're very gray yeah they didn't really appear fleshy no like they do in the show and the the thing about the show too i mean because part of the thing is like the titans sleep during the night which is a that's a good advantage to have so you don't really have to worry about being attacked at night very often. Yeah. But the show, it's usually like very bright and cheerful looking. Very bright. Yeah. And like the buildings and everything, like they they have nice like brown and orange tiling on it. And the sky is always blue and the animation is really fluid. Let's say they're using their 3D maneuvering gear and flying around the city. It's it animation like follows it through and it's very fun. Like it you it, it's a good way to put you in the perspective. And this, I think it's just gray the titans yeah. are gray the buildings are gray the people look gray take a movie like pacific rim for example where people complain like oh it's always nighttime and mm-hmm. so it's either nighttime or it's raining all the time and they only do that to hide the effects sometimes yes yeah sometimes it's just an aesthetic choice of like hey wouldn't this be cooler at night mm-hmm. and we could have all these cool lights and stuff who knows what their thought process is we can't always assume but in this i don't think they would have worked any less better in the daytime than or if it was bright i don't think it really matters but as soon as they show up it even just looks different just the lighting is different on them yeah than anything else it's kind of weird it's not a very good choice i just yeah i just didn't like it because you know the buildings are gray everything's just gray and it's just so unappealing to the eyes there's no color into it like the show, like we said, like the show has a lot of color and it made it fun to watch. All the fight scenes were fun. The fight scenes in this movie are like, they're not fun. So in general, I'm not going to disparage the effects because I know that they don't, they don't have Hollywood money to make one of these. I thought as far as what they could pull off, they did the best that they could. And it shows because some things are really neat and I enjoy them. Some and I'm, willing, works I'm willing to forgive a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah, like the model work in it, it was excellent. And they should have used it more for more things. I agree. Because I think a lot of when the- you're when you're when they're showing the wall, yeah. Why have a CG wall all the time? A miniature and pose it in. Yeah, you can still take a miniature and composite that in through a computer and still blow people's minds. And I also felt as if like the buildings themselves weren't real some of the time. Because I never felt like the Titans were actually like moving around a real environment also could have been down to the effects but i never felt like they were actually like interacting with the buildings like they're stomping them obviously but it just never it never appeared as if they were on the same plane of existence yeah 
as I said earlier, with the lighting and everything, that, that, that plays into it, is that they just never felt they were coexisting, even with the amount that they did achieve with the effects. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes even in a sci-fi movie, at least they'll be like, okay, well, they're in the same room together. You never really got a, a shot of anything from that low angle looking up with a person in it yeah. very often. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem like they really did that a lot. It would just be like, reaction shots of people uh, and then it would cut and it would be the titan with maybe a building superimposed in front of them and then they just lift up their hand and there's just a little puppet guy in it or something wiggling around that they shove in their mouth to eat them and that was kind of about it you know like they yeah. just it never really felt cohesive and i think it also plays into because at one part for example a titan smacks somebody using a 3d maneuvering gear next to them and they like hit a wall i didn't know that the person was hit because the way that it was edited it was cut so weird because like the the person flew by and then it cut the hand swinging and then it cut to the hand on the building and then it revealed that the person was smacked but the way that it like if they're going for like a reveal you know like oh it hit the person it wasn't good and if they went for seeing the person get smacked because there was a it was like a quick cut it didn't look good none of the the actual like editing itself wasn't good yeah for example when the first colossal titan one that looks like it's stripped down it has no skin yeah it has like no skin and it's taller than the wall and it's on fire and everything burning it's steaming because its body mass is constantly burning off yeah when that thing comes there was weird cuts when it was kicking the wall mm-hmm. where, where I was like, what? It's just the same angle of the foot. Yeah. But I don't see any more of its body ever. No. You just see the top of it and then. You see its head and, and then the foot. foot. I, I'm not getting a real sen- good sense of what's happening here. And if I hadn't seen the anime, I feel like I would have been, I would have liked it even less because there's nothing that would be good. You know what I mean? If I was just seeing it for the first time, yeah, and this is my first exposure to it, I really think I would have liked this movie even less because I would have been like, "What the heck is going on here?" And also, it doesn't help that the colossal titan never brought up again. No, it doesn't show up again in no. in the because in the anime it shows up again and it's discussed a lot because it's a lot of like, "What was that?" It just appeared. It it literally just appeared out of thin air, kicked a hole in the wall, disappeared. What is it? Oh, oh my god. All right. Well, this is just driving me nuts. How about we take a break? Hello, this is the Doom Show. Keep on keeping on and keep on trucking, America. We don't listen to our feedback because we don't get any. (laughs) The truth hurts. I just alienated the two people that give us constant feedback. Sorry, guys. That's gotta go. (laughs) That's gotta go in there. So on the show... Uh, We talk about giallo movies and slasher movies and cult movies. Sometimes we even talk about Cameron Mitchell and his movies. I am Richard. Who are you? I am Brad, the guy that's not Richard or Jeffrey or Simon. That's right. We have four people and we always talk at once except to each other. Jeffrey lives up north. Simon lives across the world. Richard lives in Penis, Alabama. Hello, This is the Doom Show is a proud member of the Legion Podcast Network. Check out the other shows on legionpodcast.com. You can check out more Hello, This is the Doom Show at hellodoomshow.podomatic.com or at doommoviethon.com. Check for our Amazon exclusive Hello, This is the Doom Show cookbook. Do you like hot dogs? (laughs) We got them. Do you like mac and cheese? We got it. Do you like cheddar? We have it. Actually, we don't. No, no cheddar. Just Colby. Colby Jack. Hello, this is the Doom Show. We never gave up on you because you never gave up on us. Wow. On with the movie. Yeah, and he also, that also looked really weird, too. I I thought the, the actual texture of, like, well, the lack of skin, like the muscle and everything was fine, but when the, when the steam was, like, spilling out of it and it was interacting with the steam when it was moving, it looked very bad. It was like it was hanging out and it looked almost rubbery. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even going to chalk that up to like CG or anything. It was just a weird choice of how to do that. You could literally just shoot some steam off of them or something. 
Yeah. Put a fog machine in there. Any, I don't know, anything. It wasn't, I don't think it was real. I'm pretty sure I, I remember seeing photos of a big, but I do remember them having a big colossal titan. I don't know if it was used or not. Toho's done that like three times. They bit, They made the giant Godzilla 1984, used it in like two shots of the entire movie. They made the giant colossal titan, didn't use that. And then they made the giant Shin Godzilla, barely used that also. Put a dude in a suit. Was it a puppet? Suit. I, I think it was mainly CGI. And I don't know because they, they would have altered it with CGI because they did that for some reason. So I think it all just looked fake. It just didn't gain anything from having CGI added to it. If it Well, I guess I don't know what it looked like beforehand. But <laughs> ah, But yeah. to my main point about when this colossal titan tacked and it's kicking this hole into their wall. Mm-hmm. And all the debris and concrete and stuff is falling. Everybody stands there. And they're like, oh, Titan. And then they there just... are chunks of wall landing right next to them. They are clearly in immediate danger yeah. and nobody does Huge anything. rocks. And as the, as the scene goes on, you can, there's more rocks just around them. It was almost comical. Like, just yeah. like you're kidding me, right? Because, like, in the show, I get it more because it's like these little kids and they're just hanging out and then they see lightning strikes. That's how it spawns. And they like look over and it's just its head peering over. And that was really scary. And they're standing there like, ah, and then it just in one kick kicks a hole in the wall. And that made more sense for like all the debris. You know, people get hit by the debris. And this, it's like, it's just sitting there just kicking. Rocks are falling. They're <laughs> just standing there staring. So the last Titan really that's any different is Aaron's Titan form which I thought looked the worst out of all of the Titans because it it almost faults because it did it better than anything else because it's a it has design, it has like muscle, but it's a muscle suit. And I didn't like that. But it had color and it had like neat flowing bits to it. Uh, and I thought that was cool. And it had it had more of a skin tone to it. So it, it felt more like a classic Titan did. But it just looks like a muscle suit. It does. And you can definitely tell when the head is a puppet. Yeah. And when the head is just a actor wearing it. Yeah. Because the mouth doesn't move or anything. And oh, the editing in that fight scene, the Aaron's Titan forms punching all the different Titans was so bad. He would like throw a punch and they do like this wave effect. It's like, whoa, he's big. And then it would hit and it would like zoom in on the hit and it looks terrible it looks super dated and then it would hit and everything was like really floaty in this movie too so that didn't help so everything's super floaty there's this weird zoom in on the hit and then it would just randomly cut to his face for like a split second and then it would cut to him like hitting something else it looked awful yeah there was no real flow to any of the action there was no distinct this happens and then this happens it was just weird quick cuts not even quick cuts because every everything in this it's just either people staring or things moving slowly. Yeah. And nobody nobody goes, oh, crap, I'm in danger. You know, I need to leave this area right now. Everybody, as soon as something bad happens, they just stare. When there's a scene when they're taking the explosives and the single mom lady is like, hey, let's hook up. Mm-hmm. Touch my boob. Yeah. And then Aaron sees the eye. Of the Titan peeking in on them. Yeah. Through the hole in the wall. Warn everybody. He doesn't do anything. He just sits there until it takes the woman and then puts it in its mouth and eats her. Yeah. He does nothing. Like, he doesn't... I get if you're shocked for like a few seconds, but you should be like, ah, everybody evacuate. This is your immediate danger. Yes. Holy crap. We haven't even talked about the, the as they call it in the movie... I think they called it omnidirectional maneuvering gear. The 3D maneuvering gear. It's also called omnidirectional, but... Okay, I was about to get to that. You know how many Titans are killed by humans in this movie? Like, four. So there's, like, the two that chase them, and then... Uh, oh, they're my God. More, they're mostly killed by um, Mikasa, Mikasa. Which, ooh, she's alive. Surprise. And then there's this other guy who is the movie's version version of this guy named Levi. I'm just going to call him Levi, because I forget his name in the movie, because it's... Not as cool. Not Levi. Yeah, not Levi. So not Levi, like, ended up finding Mikasa and training her to kill Titans. 
they don't really have a romance, but they have this weird, like, ah, maybe romance? I'm not sure what's going on. Not with sure them. either. That might be a cultural thing. We might it be might be. I, I kind of saw it as like this weird, like almost like brainwashing. She seemed to be very quiet. It was, it was creepy. It was, it was creepy. Yeah. It was like a, well, I can just do whatever I want to you because you're indebted to me. Yeah. But then also he's like, hey, Aaron, you can be totally the best if you really want to. All you got to do is work hard at it. Oh, by the way, I'm just going to move in on your girl. And Aaron, after like, okay, Levi didn't like make out. He just kind of like had his arms around her and eating apple. Hey, you want to eat this apple? Come on, baby. And Aaron like walks out and Aaron, well, if he sees this, he gets dizzy and he like stumbles he's twitching back. like he's stumbling the second he starts walking away and both of them are looking at him and i'm just i was thinking wow way to not handle this very well dude and he gets out and he's like screaming and he's like ah and is i don't i don't like this actor uh, even though human noise is one thing you don't want to do in any situation where there's a monster that's going to eat you yeah oh god oh that was oh it was just, it's so bad. And then, okay, so Levi, not Levi, I'm sorry, and Aaron, and this is where I'm going to get into, like, a lot of the character. Oh, we were going to talk about the 3DM. Yeah, to briefly describe it, it's, it's like they, two, wear, they wear it on their hips, Yeah, and they got a whole bunch of straps around them. Yeah. And it's like two grappling hooks on their waist. It's two grappling hooks with their, their swords inside that they can use. Well, there's, like, and there's well, underneath but, the grappling hooks, there's the big... Yeah. They're just kind of like big rectangular sheets. thin boxes that they wear on their sides Yeah, that have the grappling hooks, and then they have replacement blades for their, for their swords. swords, and then they also have the, the tanks with gas in it so they can launch their stuff, and they'll just grapple around and pull themselves and up And they on also things. have um, a, like a steam shooter on the back that like propels them as well. It isn't just grappling. And but oh. the, yeah, because they need these because they found out the only way to actually kill a titan is if you have to you have to cut the nape of their neck. Yeah, completely sever the nape of their neck. Yeah, which according to this movie, apparently you have to take out a big wedge. You just can't cut them yeah. every time they cut them. It was just a like wedge a like, like a fly out like a slice. It's like a lemon slice of their neck. Yeah, just came out, and it would it would like comically like launch from it it wouldn't just like slide out or anything that's another thing with the floatiness of this movie everything launched everything launched yeah and it doesn't look good in the show they animate it and the way that it's like directed and the way that we follow them through the action it looks super good in this it doesn't look good at all it was just instead of you could do it with cg and still follow them yeah and just maneuver things and then you just paste the person in it you know so it looks like they're moving around but in this they just take off Whoop, they're gone yeah you never really follow anybody around or like swing through buildings yeah. or anything cool whoa i'm coming towards the titan yeah and now i'm gonna like wrap around you don't get that pov or anything mm -hmm. which there's a few shots mikasa like looking in the distance with these ghostly eyes swinging around that's all that i can really remember of their being but even then it's not good it's not like following us through and they try making them do lips and stuff, which they do in like the, not really, they don't really do it that much in the anime. But like, let's say they slice a titan, say slice, and then they end up flipping out of it. It doesn't look good in this movie. It doesn't look fluid. Nothing, well, no. it doesn't look, it looks clunky. It doesn't look good. When we see like somebody like killing a titan, it's usually from like a stationary shot. So then they just kind of like awkwardly, physics defyingly, almost slowly move in. Oh, totally slowly. In the anime, they're zipping past, like, because they have to evade the Titans, obviously, and they need to get to the opening quickly, but the Titan notices them coming in. So they're just zipping around really fast. In this, they're just like, oh, they're almost like Spider-Man, like swinging, like slow Spider-Man swings. I could handle that, yeah, but it's slow. And I guess the reason why I, I didn't even think about bringing it up earlier, even though this is such an integral part to the story, mm -hmm. that... They don't do anything with it in this movie. The costumes for it look great. Yes. I will give the costume department huge A thumbs up. applause because the costumes, although washed out, yeah. looked great, mm -hmm. I thought, and they nailed it, and everybody looked cool in the costumes. When you have something that cool and you don't do anything with it, I mean, you can't especially be like, well, let's save it for the sequel. Yeah. 
No. Which this movie got, because they probably filmed it back-to-back, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, ooh. it was a few months after the first one came out, but the second one. Ooh, out. I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. I looked I looked up today, uh-huh. like, what the box office was. Yeah. And I, it said U.S., so I'm not sure what it made in Japan, but it probably said that more. for U.S., it made about $30 million. Take a guess at how much the second one made. A million. Higher. Five million. Higher. $20 million. Lower. Oh, boy. Fifteen million. Ding 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 ding. It made a half of what the first one made. Oof. <laughs> Oof indeed. So either that two percent of the people who were mad that the subtitle froze never came back because they were so mad <laughs> equaled half the amount of money it made in the states, or who knows? But nobody showed up because the first one's bad. That's what it is. Yeah, it must have been your really. Huge diehards. And okay, so I'm gonna get into problems I had with the main characters or most of the characters. So like I already talked about Armin, how he doesn't do anything in this movie, which is so annoying. Just he just sits there. He doesn't strategize, he doesn't plan anything, he's just there. And then there's Mikasa, who after she gets back, she's more like her anime character where she's just very like uh like dark and brooding, but it was almost too much. It was so extra in this movie. She was so like angsty. It was annoying. I did I didn't like it. Like, she's supposed to be, like, B.A. character that someone really supposed to mess with. And she's supposed to be super protective of Aaron. And this one, she doesn't care about Aaron until the end. And Aaron himself, I think, is the worst represented character from the anime. Because not Levi and Aaron have this discussion where not Levi is like, you know, you call animals penned up waiting to be killed. Cattle? Wait, we're not cattle. Oh, how could you say that? Aaron in the anime literally has that line where his his character, at least for like the first two seasons, is basically we're just cattle waiting to die. <laughs> so they literally just fl- they like flipped his character in the anime and manga. He's like very outspoken with his like beliefs and everything, and he's really defiant. And this one, he's just kind of like a quiet idiot. He's stupid. He doesn't catch on to things. He's clumsy. In the show, he has, like, this great fighting spirit. You know, he's got to avenge and kill all the Titans. And this, he just kind of looks like he's just bored in every scene. (laughs) But two characters I thought they did really well was Sasha, Potato Girl, because she eats food. Yeah, she eats potatoes. That's it. She eats a lot of food, and I like that. They also have her using the bow and arrow, which I thought, which they actually did it good justice because she uses in the same way she does in the anime and manga where she shoots titan's eye but it's only for this one part that she does it which i understand it's a fine change um that they they brought it over to be more of a staple of the character which i thought was fine and then there was gene the stuck up kid from the inner inner walls who was always talking smack to aaron and pretty much calling him out in this on his dumb beliefs I thought they did him really well because he's just a snob. Yeah, but that's all he needs to be. He's the rich kid who wants to beat you at skiing down the hill type of thing. That sounds very specific. It's a very, it's very 80s. He's the 80s trope of a rich kid. But here's the thing, though, that I didn't even get about that character in the in the anime mm-hmm. is that, I don't know, he doesn't need to do that. <laughs> but be in the, yeah. be in the core? Well, because what he was trying to do is his plan, because he knew that he'd be good at it, which he is good at what he does. Which is not in the movie. Not in the movie, no. But in in the um, anime, what ends up happening is he he wants to graduate top of his class. That way he can end up getting um, a role as an inner city uh, person, because they don't have to do anything, you know? They're lazy. Titans are never going to get there. So he'll just sit there and he'll be rich and he'll have all this food. That's why he wanted to join. Oh, I see. But in the movie, they don't explain that. So he's just kind of there and it doesn't make any sense, which I didn't like. What he actually, like how he actually acts, I thought, I thought they did really well. I did not like the score to this movie. No, just kind of surprising. I thought I was going to like it because I like Shiro Sagusa. I have no idea how to pronounce his last name, by the way. So sorry if you're a fan. Because he did the um, music for Neon Genesis Evangelion, which I love the music. Well, I love the show, but I love the music. And he also did the music for Shin Godzilla. And I love the music in that movie. This movie? It's not good. I feel... Okay, this is my interpretation of what happened, is that they just had him write a score, and they just put it in wherever they thought. Like, he didn't actually sit and do it to the movie. Yeah. Like, he just was like, I don't know, here's some music, uh, shove it in wherever you feel like it. 
because it was weird. It, it didn't quite fit certain scenes. And this is where the show does does it way better because in the show, I I love the soundtrack for the show too. They use like this um it's usually like a choir singing and they're like oh it's it's like not religious, but it's like that sense of like well, yeah, greater it's something bigger, it's operatic, yeah. it's and then it they fills you with emotion. And then they add like this techno. I hate to use the word techno because that sounds super cheesy, but it is like electronic music in it. It's almost like this dubstep like bass almost to it. It makes it super unique and it, and it it does a really good job of building the tension and the drama of each scene. This it's just stupid. Like at one point Mikasa's like in this room with this piano where the famous hug and then stumbling happened and she just starts playing the piano and at first I thought it was the <laughs> I thought it was the music of the scene but she's just playing depressing music on the piano. It was so cheesy cuz she was playing the sad like high pitch piano music. I like how you were all upset about how that piano would not be in tune. No, two years sitting in this decrepit, and it looked like moist, like there was like water on the ground. No way that thing was tuned. No way. Pianos will sit for a month and they'll get out of tune. I mean, sure, no one's playing it, but also there's probably like mice and stuff like crawling on those wires. Unless they have somebody sent out every six months to go tune that thing, there's no way that thing's tuned. Well, I don't have too much to add to this. I mean, do you have any final thoughts? Maybe we should have. Okay. How about this? We ended on a positive note. Impossible. The general discussion. Mm-hmm. And you can tell me what your favorite Titan was. Which one was your favorite Titan? Dumb question. Um, <laughs> because a lot of the Titans in this movie look the same. They were pretty much all humanoid. The baby one was... Stupid. There was just a <laughs> giant baby that's like jaw split and it like scream really loud. I thought that was the dumbest, one of the dumbest things in this movie. I just wanted to talk about the baby one. <laughs> you knew I was going to bring it up. The baby was so stupid. It doesn't even get killed. <laughs> Considering there's not even a baby one in the no, in the anime. it's never, they're always like weird adult size, and that also helped the creepiness. Yeah. God, oh, it was, oh. How about the one with the big floppy belly? That was the only one that was really like super weird. Some of them just had googly eyes. Yeah, I thought that was stupid, because in the show there's, um. And they, and they also had, their mouths were how Aaron's Titan is. Yeah, where they're like which, split and with, like. Where that's wrong, normally just have big goony yeah, grins. And they usually have like extra wide. Yeah, mouths like a rictus grin helped to the uncanny valley mm-hmm. that they were going for with it, but not in this. Not in this. No, because they got to make the Titans, while in concept, the same, completely different. Oh, how about when Aaron ended up in the belly of the Titan, and it was oh! just he was surrounded with he's just like hanging out in a tub, surrounded by inflated red plastic garbage bags That's, there's with probably, a bunch of lights shining through so it. So just shaking and he's just sliding down. And well, I don't know, just throw some prop heads in there and an arm or two. And then he finds the the girl that made the moves on him and he's like all emotional when he finds her in there. I mean he flips her over and you're like her face is like half melted off which looked pretty cool. But then he's like, no! Uh, and then he turns into his Titan form. It looked so Bad. Everything about it, it looked hey, it looked like what a kid would think it would be like to be eaten by something. Like, I don't know what it'd be like, but I'm pretty sure it wouldn't be that bright. It looked that like part, it was glowing. It was. It, it was glowing because they had to light it so you could see what was going on. But It should yeah, have been like dark. That, and, that part was comically bad. And it, when he was inside the stomach, the Titan must have been like standing still because nothing was moving. All the water was like completely level. Nothing was moving in there. Okay, one more thing I, I want to address is, what was with the fascist imagery of their military? I don't know. What was I up with that? I think that might be delved into in the sequel. I think that might be setting up to, like, an evil military thing story. I mean, Which so naturally they look like Nazis. What about the rebel thing that they brought up? Oh. Oh, oh my. Oh. For those of you who <laughs> do not know, um, in the anime and manga, there are no rebels inside of or in the titan controlled area of the walls but in this there are and when they have like their big truck of explosives a rebel steals the truck and then somebody we don't know who 
threw to some fire, person. Some person threw fire into the back of the truck, which all the explosives. I think it was the fire. girl who was trying to stop it. Because okay, no, it doesn't make any sense either. Because okay, so none of this makes sense. This girl whose like boyfriend just died, bitten in half. I thought that was kind of fun. It was like all sad, and she's like crying. She's like flying towards this armored vehicle. So she must have set it on fire. But anyway, okay. I thought that that's what I mean, though. This movie has pacing truck, and editing issues. Truck full of explosives was on fire. We then spend like, I don't know how many minutes, but it was too long of the girl trying to get control of the truck, crying, punching the rebel dude. And then she ends It could be up, a rebel woman. We don't know. They were just, he made like male grunts and stuff when punched. So I assumed it was a They're just all wrapped up in robes and whatnot. But, so the, the girl ends up driving the truck into like a group of titans and all, all of the explosives exploded. She manages to kill like one titan maybe. Strangely enough, the road that they were on was mostly cleared of debris and was actually the route that they were supposed to take to the wall. So was that rebel just going to go take it and do take it to the wall themselves? I don't know. The wall? I, don't, I don't give what I was don't going know. on. I don't know. I don't know any of this. I don't know. Because and also... It just doesn't make it. I, I can't even. And why they would include that in the story, I guess, to only set up the problem in the sequel where how are they going to get the explosive? An external, the an external human conflict. That way you can have. You don't have to show monsters the entire and time. You know what? The rebels are never brought up in the movie again. We don't know who the rebel was because maybe it was assumed that it could have been someone in the. Well, they showed group. somebody in, in a crowd scene earlier who was wrapped in the same the, the robes and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, well, what, what does that have to do with anything? Maybe I'm forgetting something from the show. Yeah. But no. then when they brought up Rebels later, I was like, well, I don't really remember any Rebels. But then I find out the person in the robes was the Rebel. Oh, okay, okay. I guess. Wow. 10 out of 10. Best storytelling. <sighs> oh. Oh. How have we talked about this for as long as we have? I'm done with this one. I want to wrap it up. If I can shave 15 minutes off of this, I'd be happy. Because... I think you know how we're going to recommend this, but I'll go through it anyway. Brennan, would you recommend Attack on Titan, the movie part one? Yes. You would recommend it? Yes, I would. Because, okay, I'd recommend it to somebody who's watched the first season of the anime, at least. Just because it's so bad, I wouldn't recommend paying any money to it if you can, like, you know, find, like, those back channels. You, you know what I'm talking about? To watch it. And, and then I recommend to watch it. I also recommend you watch it with, like, a good friend. Maybe your father. Oh. Yeah, just watch it with your dad. See what he does. And especially if he doesn't know anything about Attack on Titan. Then watch it. But as a... It fell into so bad it was good. Especially for me because I knew a lot about the characters. So that's why I recommended people who know the anime. Just so you can see how bad they managed to mess it up. What about you? You recommend this? No. It was a waste of an hour and a half. I just didn't like it. Because the pacing was just all weird and it was all over the place. Like I said earlier, if you've never seen the source material, any of it, you would be so confused. You'd be like, I don't get this. There's like three locations in the entire movie. Think about it. <laughs> there's the city in the beginning. There's the training camp. And then there's the end city battle scene. Well, all in all, I don't like it. And I don't think people should watch it. Don't waste your time. Don't waste $4 on your amazon prime account to watch this movie because it wasn't worth it to me yeah did you like that that uh sneak preview we got of part two halfway through the credits no uh, well okay so part of me was kind of curious i guess well here's a, some other guy in a foam rock rubber suit fighting it's, something i'm guessing it's the armored titan because in the anime when the first wall is kicked through by the colossal titan the armored titan appears and then runs through the second wall. Like I said, it's like the weird bubble, so they really didn't get any new ground. So I'm guessing that's the armored titan, just because they look the same, and it'd be stupid for them to make that the armored titan, so I'm going to guess that they made it the armored titan, just because that'd be stupid. It looked stupid. It looked so bad. There was like a weird scene of like, not Levi, and like a completely like white room. Like it just looked <laughs> oh, it looked so bad. And then they ended it with this really bad, like, PNG of the Attack on Titan logo, or, like, words, with, like, a weird picture of Aaron's face flipped. Oh, uh -huh, it was all pixelated and Super stuff. Super pixelated. Was, wow, yeah, it was bad. All right, well, I'll tell you what, listeners, you dongles out there. Brennan, I want you to pick the number, but wait until you hear my proposal. Give me the number 
of listeners that will have to write into the show and request that we cover part two. One, because we don't get enough listener feedback as it is. Oh, man. So I'm doubtful we're going to have more than one. Uh, we can. Uh, you've doomed us all. We can get one. I know at least one person that will probably say. Well, then there you go. I don't want to. You've doomed us all, Brennan! Yes. That's it for Attack on Titan, the movie part one, I guess. Attack on Titan, live action, part one. Don't forget to check out the show notes. We've got a link in there for our Public store. Buy some merch. I saw today somebody bought a t-shirt. Wow. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So whoever that was, thank you very much. Unless you don't listen to the podcast, then you just thought it looked cool. Hey, doesn't matter to me. That's advertisement for us. Hey, that's two less dollars I gotta spend. That just paid off half of Attack on Titan live action. Hey, there you go. All right. Well, I guess I can't complain now. And also, don't forget to read and review wherever you listen. Whether that be Podomatic, Spotify, iTunes, Podomatic. (laughs) Yep. We're on them. And you can always send in your one listener request that we watch part two of this Attack on Titan. The amazing Attack on Titan duology. (laughs) Send us an email. You can email us at corruptedyouthpod at gmail.com. Special thanks to all our fellow podcasters who help support the show. Thank you very much. Thank you, listeners. Until next time, I guess. Hang in there, dongles.
no, you're not farting in the new microphone, son. That didn't even get picked up. It didn't up. even pick it up. I love God these new it. mics. Ah. Uh, okay.